Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, this is Dr. Joseph Juan Walker. I am so excited to have you connected to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the podcast we attempt to expose you to some of the great thought leaders and some of the greatest strategies we believe can help the leader in you emerge to what we know is possible. I want to thank all of you so much for just being a part. Every single week, we're getting so many, so many testimonies, so many people who are telling us that they are being blessed. And you do us a big favor if you would share this podcast with as many people as you can. It's a free way to get information to people who want to grow. Iron really does sharpen iron. And I believe that Next Level Leader is a unique podcast that is specifically designed to release the leader in you. You also need the people around you to grow with you. I often say if people can't grow with you, they cannot go with you. And make certain also that you get our book. We've got several books out there that will be a tremendous blessing to you. Our latest book is called Leadership and Loneliness. We encourage you to get it because we believe it will really be helpful for you in many of the topics we've been discussing here recently. And I appreciate you so much for your support. Go out there on Amazon and get that book. I promise you it will be a tremendous blessing for you. Well, I want today to talk about something I believe is incredibly important. I'll tell you how this topic came to be. I was talking to a very well-known leader. If I were to mention his name, everybody would know who I was talking about. But we were talking and uh, we found some commonality in our language, in the things that we discussed. And then the word emerged, leader language people who have your DNA around leadership. And I think it's important because when you really understand how to learn leader language, it's a different plateau of conversation. It's a different way of looking at life and discussing issues. So many people are missing out on conversations that are happening all around them because they don't understand leader language. When you are a leader, it changes the way you think, the way you talk, what you discuss how you engage, the strategic way in which you bring about topics and bring information to the table. This is all about leader language. Now, I want to give you a couple of things that I think that will be helpful if you're interested in learning leader language. First of all, you have to remain well-read. One of the things that I tell people all the time, I'm an unapologetic nerd. And being a nerd, I love to read um, just across disciplines, whether it is psychology, whether it is philosophy, politics, religion. I like to read everything because it's important for any leader who's going to be effective to have a real good grasp of subject matters from different spheres of influence. Often when you're having these conversations about what's going on, how incredibly important it would be for you to have some contextual understanding and historical understanding of what others have said about what you're discussing now. That's how leaders think. That's leader language. Often you'll find leaders quoting Plato 
uh, you'll find leaders dealing with a variety of different authors and how they approach business, how they approach their careers. And I just think it's incredibly important, even the thought processes and how they evaluate employees and et cetera. There's so much literature out there, so many different thoughts. And so the deal is you have to remain current. You got to make certain you know what books are in your particular discipline that are fresh and new. That's why I continue to remind you to get my book, Leadership and Loneliness, or Restored at the Root, or Leaderships, or No Opportunity Wasted. I wrote these books because they are books that train leaders. And not just my books, but there are tons of books out there that I know would be incredibly helpful for any leader who really wants to get to the next level. So think about leader language in terms of remaining well-read. I think that it's incredibly important, secondly, for us to really move into this idea of discussing solutions and not problems. So often leaders miss this because we fail to understand the significance of what it means to focus yourself around solutions. Anybody can chronicle the problem. How often have you seen people sit back and have these conversations about what's wrong and, you know, wow, you know, how are we going to do this and how are we going to deal with that? And nobody brings solutions to the table. What leader language is all about is becoming exhausted with folks who chronicle and lament problems and people who are anxious and intentional about bringing solutions. One of the things you'll find out as you move along your trajectory that when you are a solution-oriented person and that's your language, that opens doors for you. That creates opportunities that other people will never have because they don't understand that people who are hiring, people that are trying to connect folks at this level are not looking for folks who continue to lament problems. We know what the problems are, but one of the things that I talk about in my book, No Opportunity Wasted, the very first chapter is that you are born to solve a problem. Become a solution-oriented person because if you're not, you become a part of the larger problem. It is so important that all of us understand what it means to discuss solutions. When you're sitting at the table, bring about solutions. When you're having conversations in the conference room, be that person that gives A, B, or C. Never be that person that says it can't be done. It's too difficult. We don't have the resources. Be a person who becomes so creative, innovative, who thinks outside of the box. That's what draws leaders to you. When you have that language, it will create opportunities that you have no idea will be a blessing to your life. So make certain that you, as a leader, learn to come to the table. Never with, I can't, it can't. It won't, but come to the table with, this is how, this is what we're going to do. Here are some options to make this happen. I think also it's important, and this is a big one, leader language is about valuing confidentiality. You know, it has been said, if you don't want it told, don't tell anybody. The fact is, is that the air gets thin up here. When you are a leader and you are trying to navigate certain circumstances and walk in this space and sphere of leadership, it's hard to trust people. When you are a person that values confidentiality, man, you are a person that can be entrusted with more. You see, what I've learned is that people who operate at this altitude of leadership, they learn the power of confidentiality. They value it. They don't post everything. They don't use a selfie, you know, as some kind of clout come up. But they value those times they share with influential people. They're more concerned about getting substance than they are selfies. They, they really do value 
what it means to be confidential in those interactions because there's information that you're being entrusted with that other people are not being entrusted with. And so you have to believe with all of your heart that this is an opportunity for you to receive what you are getting, but value confidentiality. What can you be entrusted with? You cannot be a babbler. You can't go running, telling everybody what happened at the meeting or what happened at the board. You can't do it. You've got to be that person that values confidentiality. Another thing that is incredibly important, and I'll share this, is, is really a person who shares strategy. Leader language is always a person who has some strategy to share. There are people I call and, and that we always share, how are you doing this and how are you making that happen? When you're that kind of person, that makes you kind of a guru, right? That makes you the person that's speaking a different language about how to get things done. This is the key. A person who thinks about how to get things done is a leader who's talking in the right language. What strategies are you sharing? What strategies are you bringing to the table? That's what's going on when you watch people on the golf course sometime and you think they're just out there playing golf. No, they're talking strategy. When you see people sitting up in Starbucks sometimes having coffee in those meetings, they're talking strategy. You can't talk strategy if you're talking about people. If your language is so low that all you do is talk about people and talk about things, you got to be willing to talk about how to get things done, innovative ways to implement new programs and new ideas. That's what leader language is all about. Do you know there's some amazing things inside of you that have yet to be discovered? It's those things that I believe will be a blessing to the world. That's the strategy that's been put inside of you. But you've got to be willing to talk about those things and stop talking about so many other things that make no difference. Here's the other thing. People who are futuristic. Now, this is big. When you are a leader, speaking leader language, your language is very futuristic. It is always out of the box. It is always next level. It is always moving into something else. And I think this is important. You're thinking about the future. There are conversations that people are having right now that have everything to do with two to three years, sometimes five to 10 years from now. I have an opportunity to be a part of a very influential group. Name is not important, but when I'm in that group, it's by invitation only in our city here in Nashville. And it's amazing that in that group, they're talking about things that are going to come to our city that the average person would never know. Decisions are being made about the future. Man, in that room, and I'm thinking, I'm in a room with a bunch of strategists who's talking leader language, who are thinking futuristically, who are not just talking about what's going on now. And I believe that when you are really that kind of leader, you're thinking about how are things going to trend in my particular area in the next three to five years. One of the things I've tried to do in my leadership role at a church is never be a person who's doing ministry in right now. I've always tried to push the envelope and be innovative and cutting edge and thinking about what's around the corner. I remember specifically having conversations about, you know, virtual church long before, seven years before we hit a global pandemic, I was having conversations about the future, saw this trend coming. And we were sitting in Starbucks having these conversations and we launched a virtual space called Mount Zion Anywhere. And it was just an amazing thing that we launched. And we were able to get seven years ahead, understanding how to work this infrastructurally and how to create new ways of engagement, interaction. So when the pandemic hit, it became an organic 
shift for us. Why? Because we were thinking about the future. That's what leader language is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to think about the future, man. That's what this is about, thinking about the future. When you think about the future and you process it from that perspective, amazing things begin to happen. That's what leaders do. They are futuristic in their thoughts. They are futuristic in their talk. But then they also are selfless. Leader language is about selflessness. It's never about me, I, what's in it for me. But leader language is all about how can I get myself out of the way and be a blessing to somebody else? How can I use the platform I have for the common good of mankind? Man, when you're that kind of leader, that's when you really, really hit the epicenter of the heart of God. I believe that when Jesus says, if you want to follow me, take up your cross, deny yourself and follow me. Whenever we can get ourselves out of the way, we can become the leaders that we're supposed to be. If you're sitting up and all of your language is about what you're doing and I'm me and I and me, and you're forgetting that God can get this work done without you. It is important to understand the importance of selflessness, to get yourself out of the way. And leaders are always not talking about other people. They're not talking about themselves. They're talking about what God is doing through them. We're talking about ideas and strategies. And so it's not about self-aggrandizement of puffing yourself up and, you know, sitting up, elevating yourself, but it's about how can this work that I do every single day benefit more than me? A real leader wakes up every day saying, how can what I do benefit more than me? And this is why I want to suggest that leader language is about being full of faith. Because leader language, when people talk, they're talking about stuff that just would not happen in the natural. Sometimes when you sit around people that are leaders like this and you're not a leader, you get bewildered by this. You're like, how in the world could something like that happen? What are they talking about? You don't think anything's possible because you're not operating at that level of faith. But these folks are operating at a level of faith, man, that transcends every single thing. That's why this is so important. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got to understand the importance of being full of faith. See, our language, when our language is faith language, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. When our language becomes faith language and we begin to walk in that, man, things begin to change mightily on our behalf. I'm telling you what I know. This is what it means to have leader language. You see, I've learned over the years that when I change the way I talk, I begin to change what I attract. See, when you change the way you talk and what you're talking about, you change what you attract into yourself. What are you reading? What was the last book, the last article, pure article that you actually read? You sat down, took time out, plowed through, and actually spent time reading. What other disciplines are you reading to help you become the leader that you're supposed to become? Who are you studying? What are you doing? What solutions are you bringing to the table? I know that there are problems on your job, problems in your particular area, but what solutions have you brought over the last few weeks, the last few months? Are you a solution-oriented person or are you continuing to bring problems? 
Do you value confidentiality? Are you a person that can hold water? Are you a person who's got loose lips? You know, loose lips really do sink ships. It is incredibly important that you're that person who can be entrusted with sensitive matters. You can be entrusted with things that others could not because you value confidentiality. And then, are you able to share strategy? What strategies are you sharing when you're brought together? If you're invited to the table, what what do you bring? What do you bring to the table when you come? You see, there's so much that's in you, right? And I think this powerful scripture when Paul tells Timothy, stir up the gift that is in you. Bring something to the table. There's something inside of you that can be transformational if you open up your mouth and you bring strategy to the table. And then don't shy away from futuristic thought, futuristic talk, talking about things that have not yet even manifested, but you're talking about things that are way in the future, the way in which we're going to live and experience life. This is futuristic. You know, we saw a man take his own airplane to Virgin Atlantic, a spaceship in orbit. And we were all amazed. He was having those conversations almost 20 years ago, working and grinding, but he was talking about it before it was even deemed possible. There are people having conversations now about things that are not even deemed possible. If they were to talk more about it, people would think they were crazy, but they continue to talk about it because they they understand where the future is going. You know, I believe that the future belongs to those who are open to positive change. When you are a person that's a futuristic thinker, a futuristic speaker, everything that comes out of your mouth is about not yet. And then you're selfless because you recognize it's not about you, but it's about what God does in and through your life. That's what makes leaders the leaders that they are because they are selfless people. Are you that kind of leader that's selfless? And are you full of faith? You know, this podcast is a little different because I really wanted you to understand what it means to be full of faith, man. All of this, if you wrap a ball around it, it's about you really believing. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, verse 6, it says that without faith, it is impossible to please God because those who come to God must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Do you seek him? Do you seek his face? Do you seek his will? Are you trusting him? Are you speaking that with your language? Does your language represent where you're going? As a leader, if you got to be at the table, you got to talk the talk and you got to walk the walk. I hope this has blessed you. Wow. I hope this has blessed you in a powerful way. And I want to thank you so much for being a part of Next Level Leader Podcast. And listen, I want you to take a moment and I want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. Let me know you were blessed. And send me a message. Let me know that this podcast is blessing your life. Secondly, I want you to help me reach a million people. We're moving fast in that direction. And uh, hundreds of thousands of you literally are already listening to this podcast. But I want you to help spread it to other people that they can be blessed by what you're being blessed by. I want to thank you so much for listening today. And I hope something I said has been a blessing to you. I really do.
And I pray God's blessings be upon you and yours. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. That's my prayer. Until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting.